welcome to the AccuSprout Podcast, where it's my mission to help new practitioners of Chinese medicine navigate from school to career. I'm Stacy. I'm an acupuncturist and herbalist, podcaster, coach, and creator of Magical Networks. Be sure to check out all four pillars of the podcast where I cover case studies to sharpen your clinical skills, Mindset Mondays to support your mental health, new practitioner interviews to prove that you are not alone, and all things business from launching your practice to negotiating your pay if you choose to be an employee. This podcast is made possible by our sponsors. So if you would like to support the podcast, be sure to check out the sponsors page on the website to claim your special AccuSprout offers. When I first started my practice, I was actually kind of a disaster when it came to my books. I hired an accountant who actually laundered money from another client. So I went on a quest to find a bookkeeper who really tailors to and loves working with acupuncturists. And I found Sarah at Horizon West Bookkeeping, and I'm feeling pretty fortunate. Sarah offers acupuncturists and the AccuSprout community a couple different packages so that she can meet you where you are. If you're new to practice, she can come in and do what's called a QuickBooks startup package for you, where you get pretty deep discounts on QuickBooks for about four months. She sets up your chart of accounts, assists with linking your bank accounts, makes sure that all the transactions are imported, and then teaches you how to use it with two hours of one-on-one training. It's a killer deal. She also offers cleanup packages and catch-up packages. Not catch-up packages, guys. Catch-up packages. And a monthly package, which is what I use. And I find it quite affordable and so, so, so worth it because, honestly, I never, since the beginning, have been able to keep up with my bookkeeping. You can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with Sarah to make sure that you guys are the right fit for each other. And you can do that at horizonwestbookkeeping.com forward slash AccuSprout or look for the link in the show notes. Today's episode is also sponsored by Jane, an all-in-one practice management software with helpful features to power your acupuncture practice. Jane offers flexible scheduling options that match the way you work. You have the option of offering one-on-one online sessions for initial consults, meeting in person, and scheduling staggered appointments to accommodate treating patients across different treatment rooms. Jane has you covered. Keep the relaxation going with a seamless checkout experience using Jane's PCI-compliant payment solution, Jane Payments. You can collect patient credit cards securely through your intake form or at the time of booking with an online booking payment policy. This can also help reduce no-shows in your practice. It's a win-win. And Jane's unlimited SMS and email reminders can be sent automatically before each appointment as an extra layer of no-show protection. To learn more about how Jane's helpful features can help you power your acupuncture practice, head to jane.app to book a one-on-one demo with a member of their team. Or if you're ready to get started, head on over to accusprout.com forward slash Jane. And remember to use the code accusprout1mo at the time of sign up to get a one-month grace period applied to your new account. Welcome back to the AccuSprout Podcast. My name is Stacey Whitcomb, and I am your host. Today's episode is a bit of an impromptu episode. I called a friend to come test out some new software with me, and um, it turned into a podcast of its own. So today I'm bringing on Michael Max of Geological, and we talk about what we think of... Well, 
I interview him really and ask him what he thinks about um, what it takes to to create a successful practice, what it takes to really make your business fly. We also talk a lot about podcasting and I ask him specifically what he thinks about new practitioners uh, starting a podcast. So we go a little deep on that as well. So enjoy the show. It's completely impromptu. And also, if you guys are interested in creating your own podcast, Michael and I have brought back Everyday Acupuncture, which was his very first podcast. Um, it was originally intended just for everyday people, but what he found was that actually a lot of practitioners listen to it too. And so that's why he started Geological then in 2017. He and I have brought back the Everyday Acupuncture podcast to support our community, you guys. If you're interested in creating uh, a, a, a three-minute acupuncture point podcast, which you'll be able to embed on your website and it helps build professionalism. It's a really cool thing that we're, we have open right now. If you'd like to take part in that, go head over to AccuSprout and jump on the newsletter. I'll be putting in my newsletter, how exactly to jump on the everyday acupuncture podcast. All right. Now on with the show. This was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. What do you have to say to the AccuSprout listeners, Michael Max? What I have to say to the AccuSpout listeners is you got to work hard. I know it's not a popular thing to say these days, but you, and it's not that you need like a side hustle. It's not that you need a hustle. You just need to, uh, I don't know, this is going to sound terrible. Stacy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself. But I'm going to say it anyway. If you want to make stuff work, you got to put your nose to the grindstone. And, and the beauty of this is is that all, so many of the ideas that you have about what will work and the way that business should work and all of that kind of thing, you're going to find out where you're tremendously right. And more importantly, you're going to find out where you're horribly wrong. And it's tough. I mean, business is tough. I mean, the beauty of, of having a business of your own is it is a fantastic mirror to see how you're actually tracking reality. And it's not like being, uh, unlike being in clinic, when things aren't going right or going well, and you're like, what the hell is going on here? And, and you have to sometimes go back to basics, or you might have to re-examine what you think you're doing. Let me ask you this, though, because the first thing you said was like, you got to work hard. You do have to work hard. got to work hard. But don't you think like... They just graduated. They just worked hard for four years straight. They're going to work yeah. hard, don't you think? I no. mean, work hard, what does that mean? It means that even if you don't have patience, you're putting time in on your business, that you're working on it, that even if you're not busy in your clinic, then do things to build your presence. Like in whatever medium you want to do that, whether it's walking around town and glad-handing people, or being online with Instagram, if that's your jam, or using a website. I'm an old guy, so you know I've relied on Google for a long time to uh, gossip about me so that patients will find my practice. But I mean, whatever, you, whatever realm you want to use, you got to keep at it. So I, I mean, this is kind of a joke. I used to have a clinic and you know, there are people 
I rent the space to other people. And some people like really got in and worked. And some people were like, yeah, no patience. I'm going to take some extra yoga classes. It's like extra yoga classes will not fill your calendar. Writing articles for your website will fill your calendar. Go write some damn articles. And I love this because we, yeah. See, I think you can't always work, 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 work. You've got to take the pressure off and you have to take your foot off the gas sometimes and go take the yoga class. You can't spend your days in yoga class, but you're going to meet people in yoga classes. That's like Maybe. that's like the new day B&I. Like you don't have to go to B&I, just go to yoga and be nice and friendly and, and make friends with people. Agreed, agreed. Like wherever you go, whatever social jam you got going on, it's a great way to gently market yourself you know i know i know that that there are some folks that say yeah everybody you meet hand them your card i'm no. like no don't do that mm -mm -mm. No. no that's cringy no ask them about themselves ask them what that's they right. do ask them what yes. what they're yes. interested in ask them yes. you know what happens when you do that they ask you like but that's not the whole point the point is to ask them right and then see how you can help them you know that's right right yes exactly yeah so yeah. um and, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do self-care and that you shouldn't take downtime. Downtime's fine. It's it, it's just, and, and I'm, I'm very much speaking for myself, that when things aren't going quite the way I would hope that they would, I can get disillusioned. And when I get disillusioned, I tell myself stories like, well, this isn't going to work anyway, or, um, you know, I procrastinate instead of doing the hard work I need to do. I run up against an obstacle, and if I already know how to deal with an obstacle like that, Okay, I can like roll up my sleeves and get on it. But if it's one of those obstacles where I look at it and go, oh, I can see there are some things I might need to do. And I don't know how to do that actually. And I don't know if I'm capable. I don't know if I'm the kind of person that can do that. And, and, and that's when I'll go sideways on like, oh, I need to go like wash all the dishes. <laughs> Or learn a new software try out six new, new software. softwares on a sunday afternoon yeah. a podcast or something. <laughs> so I, that you can make another yeah. podcast no, I mean, yeah so I, so what i'm saying is that yes have some work-life balance whatever that is yeah right and um you know, just recognize you're going to run up against things that you don't know how to do and you don't know if you're the kind of person for it, it and be honest with yourself in those moments. Otherwise, it's very easy to piss away hours and hours and hours being unproductive and also not going to your yoga class, maybe. Um. So I have this thing where I'm like, if if I'm trying to, especially when I'm trying to work with other people, if I'm mm. if I'm knocking on that door and I'm knocking on that door and I'm knocking on that door and I get to this point where um, I'm super sensitive, so eventually I start taking it very personally, even though I know... I, I know my steps in my mental process. It, it's not personal. Rarely is it. This is probably like 2% of the time is actually personal. I have gotten to this point where I've had this like mental how to work around this kind of thing. And there's this thing that I, that I say in my head that is, if you're knocking on a door and you keep pushing on it, you keep pushing on it, you keep pushing on it, kind of like with the podcast, like I'm constantly mm -hmm. trying to like engage uh, different groups of people to be sponsors or interested in the podcast and and I get nothing sometimes. And so what I've decided about that and this is also with my private practice and developing a practice is that if the door doesn't open it either means absolutely no or it means just not right now. And exactly. so and so sometimes it's better to just like stop 
and go push on another door for a while. Like mm-hmm. go do something else for a while. How do you how do you know when to stop pushing on that door? Because that's part of that like you got to work hard mentality. You got to push mm-hmm. down the barriers. You got to like but sometimes you just have to be like well walk away. No, I, I wouldn't say that you got to push down the barriers because you know, some barriers are a lot bigger than you. And, and I, I mean, I don't think pushing down barriers is actually that helpful because I, I like working cooperatively with people. And so I, I want to feel like there's some kind of exchange and we're on board together for whatever we're doing. If I'm in there trying to push down barriers to make something happen, I, I, I'm just not that kind of person. It's never going to be fun. It, I, I just don't roll that way. Yeah. So I like you, I'll go knocking on some doors. My dad was a professional salesman his whole life, right? And and, and he's really good at it. Believe it. And, and I wish I'd learned more from him about it, but I, I guess some of it rubbed off. He used to always say, this would drive me crazy, you knock on enough doors, a few of them will open. And I'm kind of shy and it's hard, you know, I don't like rejection and all that. So like, knock on some doors and a few will open. <laughs> like, how many do I have to knock on? A hundred. Before they open, you know, after a while you do it, you know, you do it a few thousand times. It's like, you don't care. It's like, ah, that door's not opening. Okay, next. Yeah, yeah. But it it takes some time. It takes, and it takes some, uh, uh, I don't know. The Chinese say you have to, Lin Pi Ho, right? You got to have like some thick face skin. They also say, way, way. You know, you just have to be able to like take it, like whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, they don't want that. Okay. I'll go find someone who wants it. Exactly. Exactly. So um, before we go, yeah. one last question. Thank you for, okay. for doing this, by the way. This is kind of... Um, let's see here. The question is, you've been podcasting since what, 2015? Yes, I have. <laughs> and you had Everyday Acupuncture Podcast was your f- first baby. And I think you shifted over to Geological 2017 or 2018? Two- August of 2017. Okay. Which is- Celebrated five years. Yeah. So now you've been at Geological for quite some time. And in my eyes, and I think most of our community's eyes, it's a rather successful podcast. What do you think? Give me the number, the three top things that have contributed to it being what it is today, which is honestly probably the best Chinese medicine podcast for practitioners out there. Well, there's not many. Chinese medicine podcasts. So, number one. <laughs> so, pick a niche where there's not a lot of competition. That's yeah. That's that's a good start. It is. It is. Um, pick something that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, do do work that you're interested in, and and, and hopefully can benefit a community. So, what I you're saying is. You chose a niche. You chose something that you were I chose interested a niche, in. Yeah. I, I chose a niche that I love and want to support. Yeah. And and I didn't choose like alternative healthcare. It's like, God, that's huge and it's noisy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I love Chinese medicine. I'm very curious about it. It's like, how's this shit work? I mean, so often with acupuncture, 20 plus years into it, I'm like, how's this shit work? Yeah. There's times... Incredible results happen. It's like, how did that happen? There's other times people come in, they got something going on. I'm like, all right, know what to do about that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um, so a big piece of it is is my own curiosity. A big piece of it is, I used to live in Seattle. I had lots of Chinese medicine friends. We just drink tea, hang out, 
you know, you did that? About that would be so cool. It was great. And, you know, when I moved to St. Louis, I didn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. And so the podcast, in a way, was mm-hmm. an attempt to feel connected to my community. Yeah. So I suspect had I lived in Seattle continually, we wouldn't be here having this discussion because there probably wouldn't be a geological. Yeah. yeah. Scratch an itch. Let's hear it for constraints. All right. Yeah. Um, Yay. And then, and, then I, and then I think one more thing, which is just persistence. Like I'm setting out to do something and I like set a schedule. Like, is it going to be once a, once a month, once every two weeks, once a week? It doesn't matter what the schedule is. Mm-hmm. But whatever. And I think it's true with clinic too. I think it's so many things in building a business. Set yourself a schedule, set yourself a bar, do it. Mm-hmm. Does, everything doesn't have to be great. But the thing that you say you're going to do, whether it's put out a podcast or it's uh, put out blog posts or Instagram whatever's <laughs> to build your business, set a goal, meet your goal. Just relentlessly do it. They don't all have to be great, but they all have to be done. Yeah. I think that really helps. Would you suggest to a new practitioner to start a podcast? No, it's way too much work. Are you kidding? No. Yeah, only someone no. stupid would do something like that. No, like crazy no, no. human being would try to do something like that. No, if you're just starting, if you're just starting your practice, <laughs> podcast is probably not a great idea unless you like that idea and you've yeah. got something to say and you are working in a particular niche with the medicine so that you could you could possibly attract people with your podcast because you're doing very niche thing. It's not like, hey, everything about Chinese medicine. It's like, no, I am the acupuncturist for hormonal-induced migraines. That's what I do. That's my thing. And and if that's your thing, and again, a nice niche, you go deep. Podcast is not a bad way. It would not be a bad way to connect with people, especially if you can do telemedicine, that kind of thing. So look, I just contradicted myself as I often do. So it could be. <laughs> it could be. But again, niche. You'd have to be super niche. Well, and I think, I honestly, since I did it, I'd have to say you have to have somebody produce it because, and so you have to have money. Because when I first started producing my podcast, and I learned how to do it from ground up, every little step, first of all, it took me months and months just to learn how to do it. And then to edit it, to produce it, to put it on my website, to create social media posts, to learn how to use Instagram, Facebook, uh, editing software. And then it's all overhead and time when you could be treating patients. So it's, it's if you can hire everything out, which is going to cost you a lot of money, then yeah, I agree. But I think it's, no, I think it's a 2.0 no. situation. So again, I, as with Chinese medicine... It depends. Mm-hmm. You happen to have a highly produced, you've got like the best produced Chinese medicine podcast out there. I do not. Yes, you do. You do. <laughs> no, you do. You have, you, have, you have a beautifully produced, Thank you. you pay incredible attention to it. It's a joy to listen to. Folks, if you want to hear the best produced podcast in Chinese medicine, it is Stacey Wickham's. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I've been podcasting longer, so I know what I'm talking about. Okay, so listen ahead. up. I'm listening. Thank you. Um, and, you know, that being said, I mean, you and I have some standards. We like good audio, but there's a bunch of people that have podcasts that are kind of like, eh, you know, meh, 
you know, they don't really edit it, but a lot of people don't care. Some people care, but a lot of people don't care. Yeah. Some people even like that it sounds kind of grungy. Yeah. Oh, it's so real. Look, I can hear the dog barking in the back. There's a door slamming. Um, I, I, I don't like that. I, I'm a little bit hard of hearing, and so I really like good audio, or I have a problem. But, you know, a lot of people, it, it's no big deal. And, and everyone's used to listening to those crappy Zoom meeting things where people are standing eight feet away from their computer and just using the mic in their computer, and yeah. they sound like... yeah. You know, Mickey Mouse on helium yeah. or something, and, and but everyone's used to it. So, so you could do you could. a fairly unproduced podcast and get away with it, but you wouldn't get away with it. With, you know, people like me and Stacey would be like, "Yeah, I'm not listening." To that. <laughs> but the majority of people might listen to it. Possibly, yeah. Well, maybe. What would I know? I don't know. What I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is that helpful? Yeah. You got anything else you want to throw out there before we uh, close this little accidental podcast episode? Are you actually going to publish this? I don't know. I may take snippets. We'll see. You could. All right. That'd be that'd be fine with me. Yeah. Well. Thank you. Um, what else do I want to say to people that want to podcast? I'm, so here's the great thing, and it's one of the things I love about podcasting. All joking aside, and and I'll leave my judgmental thing about audio quality out of it too, because actually these days it's not hard to get good audio quality. Spend yourself seventy bucks on a uh, ATR. 2100 microphone. They don't make those anymore. It's is a Samsung U, and they may not make those anymore either. No, uh-uh, the, right. no, the right. ATR2100 died. A like, nice, dynamic <laughs> microphone, not condenser. Stay away from the condenser mics. That's going to get you trouble. A nice, dynamic microphone is going to cost you 100 bucks or under-ish. You get one with a USB plug on it so it plugs into your computer. That's a good start. And software. And, and some software, and software is cheap. So really, for under a hundred bucks, all right, maybe you're splurging under 150 bucks. You can make a podcast, and you can sound pretty damn good, and you can get your voice out there. And the great thing about podcasting, I totally stand by this. It's a very democratic technology. You want to do it, you can do it. Sure. Now, word of warning: there are companies that will host your podcast and they offer to do it for free. Don't do that. Pay a hosting company. Maybe it's seven bucks a month. You can spend seven bucks a month. These companies that offer it for free, number one, you don't own it. They do. There is no such thing as free. If, if you're getting something free, you're being used in a way that, that you're going to probably find unpleasant somewhere down the road. <laughs> so seven bucks a month to host it, a nice microphone, about a hundred bucks, you know, some earbuds, and steal those from someone. Who's not using them anymore because I got AirPods now, and uh, you know some software, and you're good to go. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It's like if you want to say something, you can say it. I love podcasting. Anyone who's got something to say you can get out there and say it. It's the new public square. Nobody holds you back but yourself. It's great. So have at it. All right. Okay. Thanks for uh, thanks for the improv Sunday episode. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys. If you'd like to support the show, be sure to uh, give a thumbs up on Spotify or Apple. And lastly, I tend to go a little bit deeper on a lot of these topics and include links and more information in the newsletter. So be sure and join the newsletter. You can find that in the show notes and you can also find it on the Aki Sprout website. All right, take care. Till next time.
that's it. That's the end of the show. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. And if you appreciate this podcast, it would be amazing if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a great review. And if you don't like what I'm doing, then that's okay. No worries. Just skip it. Thank you.